This is Mr. Tolu Balogun. On the Work From Home podcast, I will be teaching you a lot of things you can do to upgrade your skills and be able to run a work from home business successfully. So stay with me and enjoy. Good morning once again and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, the Walk From Home podcast, Mr. Tolu Balomo. I'm so excited to have you here once again and I can see that the listenership has been growing through the past um, two weeks. I'm so excited and I want to give a quick shout out to Fitspot. Uh, Foodspot recently added my podcast, the Work From Home podcast, to the top list of podcasts you can listen to if you are running Work From Home or if you're a Work From Home person. So, I mean, here's a really quick shout out to them. This week, I want us to, you know, talk about productivity. We're getting close to the end of the month. I mean, the end of the year. And... Definitely, we are going to get busier. There are no two ways about it. So one of the things we want to do is to improve our productivity so that we don't get messed up by the time we are eating December when things get really busy. In fact, it gets really busy from next month. And this is the best time to put everything into perspective to make sure that you can be set to handle all of the things that are going to, all the rush that comes with getting ready for the new year. So this month is planning season um, as much as possible. If you've not done so already, if you've been doing that from the beginning or the middle of the year, great for you. But if you've not, the next best time to do that is now. So um, as, as you already know, working from home is all about setting priorities right, putting tools and things in place to make sure that you make the most out of everything that you have around you. So we are starting with um, how to use Trello to improve your productivity. That's what we are talking about today. And in case you don't know, um, Trello is one of the project management or task management apps that I've always recommended as one of the best in the world. And I know people who use Trello and who are not fans of Trello would say Trello just has a single view. You cannot switch between views, but that is pretty much far from the truth. You can get multiple views by moving to the premium or the enterprise version of Trello, which goes at about 10 bucks a month. If you are using the standard version, you don't get those views. Or you're using the free version. I'm using the free version and it's working for me. I don't have any advanced stuff I would need at the moment. And that's why I'm okay with just the free version. And most people, trust me, are very okay with the free version. And the free version is like packed with a lot of features that are interesting. So here's the, the thing about um, Trello. It is available as a cloud app. So that means it is available on the web or on your platform as a native app. 
and that also means that your information syncs across all um, parts of the app whether you are using it on your, the web today or you are using it on the android app tomorrow or you're using it on your macbook the next day everything is going to be in sync and like every other cloud app you can't exactly say that you are leaving some data offline it's not google drive um all your data would sync automatically and you don't even need to usually press the save button as you're creating your stuff and just press enter everything is being um, synced to the cloud in real time as you're removing something it's being removed from the cloud in real time so it saves you a lot of button clicks or presses or whatever you might want to call it that um, you need to do when you're using your app I mean offline you know you have to save every once in a while so that's one of the big things um, about cloud apps aside making sure that your data is always ready on different platforms and devices so basically Trello was created in 2011 by Fog Creek Software and then sold to Atlassian in 2017 for 425 million dollars why was it sold for that much it's a pretty, pretty heavy um, tool for those who know how to use it. I have seen Trello automation in place. I've seen the power that comes with, I mean, being at that premium level, it is epic. You can automate your workflow so much so that it will help even a novice that knows really nothing much about your business it will help them and make sure that they can it's almost as good as saying you can create automations that would give newbies or even people that are already working with you step-by-step -step instructions of how to get things done in your team so it's really great it is top class and one of the most important things i also love about it i know i've um it's probably one of the things I was meant to talk about last, but I really can't hold it. As you already know about me, I really can't hold it. I always try to give you the best parts, even from the beginning of the show. Now, one of the things I love the most about Trello are the power-ups and automations. And trust me, once you have seen your, once you have, um, once you have added Google Drive and Slack. To your trello boom you're made like everything is on point at that point <laughs> i hope you get the gist everything is so on point by the time you have um you've added in your google drive and slack because then you can communicate you can exchange files you can talk about files you can make things done and then when you just add the power um the gmail power up on top of it boom like it's just too sweet just too sweet at that point uh but let's come back track back and talk about what are the how does trello even work so trello uses the concept called workspaces and then boards then um cards and um what's it called lists and then cards yeah it uses workspaces boards lists and then cards so this is how it works. 
when you are creating a business, I would say you create a workspace. So everything you need to do in that business can then be divided into boards. So your boards are the um, places, I mean, the tool on Trello where you can segment all the things you want to get done for that business. So maybe you have the HR team. The HR team can have a board for, let's say, HR process. The accounting team can have um, a board for internal auditing. The social media team can have a board for content management. That is what I'm talking about. You can create those boards. And then, you know, they are all embedded inside your workspace, which is your company name. And then you can then go on to create cards. I mean, to create lists in those um, boards. So your lists are um, kind of like a funnel, I would say. Kind of like a funnel. You are showing because um, you read to the right so you create Trello bots to the right so I'm hoping you can visualize what I'm saying but um, at least if you are using Trello or you've opened Trello you can understand what I'm trying to say so when you create your Trello list you then say okay for example I'm a content manager I can easily use the content management um, Trello board I mean um, workspace, no board, I'm right. Trello board as an example. Don't mind me, I don't have the Trello app opened right in front of me. So, you know, all these things can get a little bit confusing, but it's all good. So I can have the, let me even open up my um, workspace for um, content management for my um okay for my blog i'm opening up i'm opening up the workspace for my board blog right now and in that bo um, workspace i have my list of things to do and then the cards so right here i have a workspace called cool geek that is a tech blog i manage and recently i'm trying to you know continue doing that because I know I've helped a lot of people in the past and I'm still trying to help people more and you know me I'm all about contributing more to the society and contributing more to the world so right here I have my cool geek board open so I have basically three boards I mean I have three four lists actually inside of the cool geek blog um, workspace. So my list says suggested blog topics, approved blog topics, scheduled blog topics, and promoted blog posts. So now what are these boards about? Any topic idea that comes to my head, I just write them down in suggested blog topics. I don't even think about it. As soon as it comes to my head, I write it down there. They, as soon as I've approved it for my writer to go ahead to write, I just say approved. Then, because they already understand my writing style and the objective of my writing, I usually just say scheduled. Because once it's approved, I trust they're going to write 
a proper thing i'm definitely going to go over it and make changes if need be and then it definitely then goes to scheduled blog post as soon as it is scheduled definitely you have to get posted i mean promoted so on the day it gets posted that is the day when the when someone who is using that board with me will have to move that blog topic from scheduled to promoted and at that point they will have to do the promotions so they have to share it to social media if needed they have to add it to the email newsletter and stuff like that so all the things they need to do to make sure that they promote the blog post for people to see are the things they will do and then move it to promote it. So the workflow for that blog post has been taken care of in that manner. So usually um, you can have as many lists as you want. You can um, talk about in detail sometimes all the things you need to get done. So for example, if I was using the premium versions where I get even more automations, I can put in a lot of tasks and say that when I create a new blog topic, it should automatically list all the things that need to get listed inside the blog topic. So I can say research um, blog topic on YouTube and Google search, um, understand the blog topic very well, and then write in layman's term not using a lot of technical jargon, writing layman's term, all the things um, you want to write and make sure the paragraphs are not too long. Every, the flow of information is easy to understand and then put on, um, put it, move it away from the, I mean, now it has moved to approved rather than you now move it from there to the scheduled blog post because you know you've written it so once you've written it there's a lot of things that happen in between but i don't need that for my workspace i just want to know that it has been scheduled and that is why i use it this way so it makes it easy for everybody on my team because most people on my team are not people that are very into um task management and aside that it's the simplicity makes it easier for them to use and um it also serves as the next most important thing i want to know i don't want to know that you are still writing it i just want to know that it is scheduled and it needs to get done by this date so that is what i actually also do care about so from a lot of perspectives it makes it feel right for me to just move it from approved blog topics to scheduled even though there's meant to be a writing and then a proofreading um lists in between those two but i don't need that to make um to make it look longer i just want to know that once it's approved you've written it i will do the checking of it and then we can move to scheduled blog post because as soon as you have done writing you send me a notification it's the default thing to do i mean they all have my whatsapp numbers so i don't need to automate i mean put that up on my trello um board so i hope you understand what i'm trying to say it's it's at the end of the day it's all about you and the things you need for your business to move ahead to make sure that everybody in your team is able to get things done the right way. They understand what you're doing. They understand the workflow and all of that. So I have already talked about the pricing structure of Trello. A lot of us get to use it for free. Very big thanks to Trello and Atlassian for making that happen for us because a lot of teams will be in disarray even for the free 
version of Trello. And I hope you keep it that way forever. Thank you. So the next thing you want to do is to make sure that you also train your team on how to do these things, especially if there are people who don't care so much about task management. You just want to let them know that, okay, once you're done with this part, just drop it to this part. Once you're done with this part, drop it to this part and stuff like that. And then, as I said, within three, three months of your team using this app, chances are everybody, I mean, everybody will already understand how Trello works. Would understand how easy it is and would have gotten used to this particular way of task management. And more likely, you can then decide to do more advanced stuff. And at that point, when you see that the team, especially when you are the one introducing them to Trello, understands how this thing works. And then at that point, you are looking at, okay, let's see if we can afford to migrate to the paid plans and even bring in more tools and automations that would help us get the best out of what we are doing. So um, when you have created your list and then you are inserting your, tag, um, your cards, you can either add in the activity or you add a list type. So you can add like a to-do list inside it or a checklist of items. So definitely, the checklist of items that I would not have uh, include, that I could have included, it will be um, write blog posts, I mean, research blog posts on YouTube, research blog topic rather on YouTube and Google, um, write your short notes of things you want to talk about, like an overview of things you want to talk about. Yeah, that would form the basis of your information flow. And once you're done with that, then you the next item will be now write the initial draft. Go through it yourself, be the, be the first person to proofread it, and then send to my email. As soon as you've then sent to my email, I'll now go about it, go, I mean, at it again and say, okay, do I like what you've written? Do I need to make any changes? Uh, most of the time with my writing team, the only thing I get to change is probably the introduction most of the time. They do very well with the body of text, but with the introduction, I usually have to do the most work. So, and you're looking at maybe two posts in three, I get to make changes at the intro of the post. Aside that, they do a very great work with the body of the text and the conclusion. And every once in a while, they write a blog post that I cannot use at all. So at that point, I just delete everything that they've written. I rewrite it by myself. I go through it with first time and then publish. Honestly though, there are times where I have had to go back there to make edits maybe one or two weeks after a post has gone live because I have seen probably some errors after reading it again. And that is fine. I am at a point where I can take that risk. And also I still have to cater to my clients and their work comes first before mine. They pay me. So, and that is what that is about. So what are the other things that you can now do with the cards in your list? You can then add your, your, your title, the card title or the card um, summary. I don't even know what it's called, except I opened the app again. Um, when I'm trying to add a new item, um, a card, it would say um, title, yeah. It would say card title. After I've written the title, then you can then write activity or you add a um, checklist. After you've done that, you can then choose 
different options this is where the power comes in you can then decide okay um adding um due dates i'm setting up reminders for setting up reminders you would have to add the calendar power up because it's the calendar power up that would send you the reminder for um tasks that need to get done so usually everybody in that um task or board or everybody that has access to that board at that time will be able to get reminders except you set it um, otherwise in the permissions menu and there are different ways to you know take care of permissions in trello you can also add attachments you can add covers you can add label colors and you can also edit the members of your card and make um, permissions even at the card level um, it's a really great way to work and I'm sure most people that use Trello would be very happy that Trello came into their lives, or rather, they are coming to the lives of Trello. Whichever way you see it, at the end of the day, it's all about enjoying what you use and making the most of it. So this post is just to encourage you to make the most of your Trello. I know some people out there already have their Trello accounts, but are not making use of it. They're probably using other um, task management apps out there and it's good so far it works for you and you're enjoying it but if you want to you know make use of all those slack integration google calendar integration gmail integration then you should basically consider switching to trello because it just makes your whole life easier when you have integrated all of this into your trello board and as i said this period of the year is a time where you have to make intentional actions to help you and position you better for a great November, December and January as those months are always, always, always the busiest for most businesses. Don't forget next month is um, Thanksgiving, next month it's um, Black Friday, next month is Cyber Monday and the month after it is Christmas and the New Year celebration comes in and then January comes and everybody is so broke again and the month feels so long and then we wonder all the, where all the money went. Definitely the, um, all the money went into December and November. So we all know where it went. It went with Black Friday. <laughs> But it's all good. It's all good. We also get to save a lot of money during that period for most things. And for other things, we get to spend way more than we should have spent. I'm sure most of you don't know the trick about Black Friday deals. But it's all good. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Walk From Home podcast. I still remain Mr. Tolubalogun. And as I said earlier, I get, uh, I'm very happy that um, Feedspot has added my blog or rather, my podcast as one of the top work from home podcasts you can view. I also have to give a big shout out to Player FM for also adding me on the list of top work from home podcasts in the world. Thank you very much to everybody, and I love you all. Have a great week.